We're four teaching friends from across the country. Who've discovered that if you don't laugh, you cry and lose sight of your why. I'm Retta. I'm Deanne. I'm Tracy. And I'm Kathy. And we teach so hard. You know what's really hard? Finding encouragement at the end of the year. Hmm. We're all so tired. Uh (laughs) Some of our our teaching friends, especially in the South, are already on summer breaks. I don't get that. And there they are. (laughs) I know. They go back earlier. Keep Uh half half heart. They They are posting vacation pics, lying on sunny beaches, sipping pina coladas or whatever, and reading. It all looks so delicious, and it's almost, almost within reach. You feel like you could touch it. But not yet. Not yet. No, of course not. <laughs> Last two or three weeks, to me, they always feel like some kind of sadistic torture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much can you cram into this amount of time? How much can you cram? It's just, uh Right. Right. And Connecticut is usually one of the states that's the last one to end school. Really? And on and on. Oh. Yeah. For some reason. Like we go, we like going like over 180 days, I don't know, 193 days or something. Wow, I just, what? Yeah. They really had us going. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We went over What's 182, it? but still. Oh, 182? I thought it was 186. They dropped it. No, I mean, I, we went over 180 oh. also, I meant. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, not yeah. that far over. Is it because no. of built-in snow days, or? Yeah, I think that was Maybe. what it was, or something. Yeah, I don't know why. I think they just wanted to screw us, you know. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but all you want to do is pack it up and pack it in, right? Absolutely. Well, and you don't yeah. want to waste time those last few days, but you want to leave like the good memories and the good feelings with your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want them to see you looking stressed, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, because how much can you do no matter what? You know, just, I don't know. Nobody wants to be there anymore. I'll tell you something that we're doing the last few days of our school year. You'll get a kick out of this. We're teaching family life. <laughs> oh, way oh. to pack it in. <laughs> what does that mean? What is family, family life? life. It's um, sex ed. Sex ed. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Get oh, the way out the door. Here you go. Here's your brochure. Well, it'll keep them interested. Yes. Well, that's true. Fifth graders are still at that stage of, you want me to do what? You want me to look at what? You want me to. (laughs) And we're still at a place where the girls are separate from the boys. But this is the year in fifth grade in our district where they learn about each other's, you know, bodies through puberty. So there's this just, oh, my goodness. Oh. And you can't wait till the year's over then once they know that. (laughs) We started doing it this late in the year because one year we had a class that was so inappropriately advanced that all of us just looked at each other and went, we have to teach this. How are we going to survive the rest of the school year? Because we're already shutting stuff down. So um, that's when we decided to do it the last two weeks of school because – then they've got it, and we can just send them home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Good parents can deal with it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not to practice. Yeah, Y'all right. talk about your 
issues at home with your parents. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that. Did you have that little question box where they have to put in oh, their yeah. questions? And that's, yep. that's where they really go crazy. And when I had to do that in fifth grade, I remember I'd pull question after question out of there and say, I'd read it. And then I'd say, that's a very good question. You should go and talk to your mom and dad yeah, about that. We don't even read them out loud anymore because we need to screen them. Oh. And so we tell the kids, look, if I've, I've read your questions ahead of time, and if you um, if your question isn't answered in this time period, it's because it's a question that you need to go home and ask. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's one way to cope. <laughs> <laughs> And it gives you something to teach at the end of the year. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, you know, something else too is like, stop taking home so many papers to correct, you yeah. know, just give yourself Done. a break. <laughs> yeah. It's almost over. You know, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have enough grades, put a nice big smiley face. On That's it. Right. I always give I it right anything back. home at this time of year. It's stuff that it's those last two standards that I need proof of mastery for that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, putting the, the coffin nails in the school year with and and that's it um yeah but you know mostly and this is probably the only time we're going to say this to you well maybe not give yourself permission to maybe not teach so hard mm-hmm. this time yeah. <laughs> not so yeah. hard all exactly. year that's right and just think if, if it's a class that you're ready to get rid of um, you know, it's not very much longer. It's almost over. Just visualize yourself saying, it's over. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that um, I like to do is, uh, well, maybe this is for the next sec- segment. I'm getting ahead of, uh, of our plan, I think. Um, but I'm excited about it. So I, I can't wait to tell you guys what I'm doing. <sighs> so yeah, we got to give the kids time to interact and, and make summer plans and um, I think that that's important, but how do you manage your own like mental, emotional health besides not taking so many papers home guys? I think you can start practicing for summer. Like you can spend an evening just picking up one of your pleasure reads that you have planned a book that you want to read just for mm-hmm. you or a new Netflix series. And I can really recommend dead to me. Mm-hmm. It is phenomenal. I've got a, I need something new. And I needed something new too, and there it was. So yeah, a couple of days on the couch that I wasn't counting mm-hmm. on, and that's my friend. <laughs> you know what else is a really good one? Um, the Amazing Mrs. Maisie. Did we talk about that before? Mm-hmm. Oh, I keep hearing about yeah. that. I love it. I love it. She's oh, really if good. you haven't seen that, there have been two seasons already on yes. um, Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Mrs. Maisel, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It is perfect down to the last detail of all really the nineteen fifties um, costuming yeah. and yeah. and language, and it, it's it's just so great. Yeah, and it's and, about this housewife who becomes a stand up ah. comic. Oh, and a stand up comic more like Lenny Bruce than right. like you know, yes. um, yeah. Yeah, she's fantastic. It's it's just really There's good. Some, and the thing the things that happen are just so nostalgic. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just amazing. Yes. There's yes. a one that I got addicted to and and then, you know, I feel like it broke up with me because I got through this all the seasons that are on Netflix and it was just heart-wrenching. But it was um Kim's Convenience. It's a Canadian um series and it's about a Korean family's immigrant experience in Canada and it is so entertaining and funny the actors are incredible and it's built it's based on an award-winning play um 
It was phenomenal. Really good. I better look that one up. I've never heard of it either. Okay, our summers are set. Hope you out there are are setting yours up too. Let's talk about some fun closing activities um, that you use in your light planning for the end of the year. So what I am so excited about is I am holding another book tasting and um, I set up our media center. I've been hoarding books all year with my scholastic points. And then um, we have a local charity charitable group here who is going to do certain books with the kids. And then they, they buy those books and the kids can choose out of the books that they taste. Um, and I set the media. Oh, that's awesome. This is the greatest activity. Um, when are you doing the it? Second week of June. And we're, I'm setting it up like a Parisian bistro or a Parisian cafe, the red checkered tablecloths and the small bites. And we're doing a little hors d'oeuvres again. And our West Oak Civitan group is this is the one that they're actually going to present books this time. Ah, no wonder I wasn't I know, invited. Because, because, <laughs> I was just about to say that. Wait a minute. That's okay. I'm kind exactly. of staying away from schools for a couple weeks. Good <laughs> idea, Rana. Kids love it. And we also do like this big brainstorm. It's actually, guys, it's a freebie in my store. And I know we all have freebies like this. Where um, you do this activity with, uh, I ask the kids, if you're going to recommend books to your peers, what would you recommend? And we fill up the whole whiteboard with titles. And then we they have a chance to talk about some of their recommendations, and then they create a whole library reading list that they go home with for the summer. I used to do that every year too. Recommended mm-hmm. in Rainbow City is yep. what it was called. We do recommended lists too. A little blurb, the, yeah, title blurb, and, and mm-hmm. which kid recommended it. They loved it. Yeah, awesome. Tracy, take some pictures because I'd like to see what it looks like. I want to vlog about it because I I have pictures from the last one too. So I was thinking maybe I'll I'll write a a post about it because it it just was such a fun way to spend the morning. And plus the kids walk away. Well, now this time they're going to walk away with two or three books for the summer. That is amazing. And it is fun. Yep. Another great idea for the end of the year is memory books or and or because we always do them on the same day. Um, memory books mm-hmm. that other kids could sign with their favorite things and um, in, and your kids can choose who signs their books and shirts. If you just have them wear a plain white shirt and put out yes. some permanent markers mm-hmm. and let them sign each other's shirts, they have mm-hmm. another great keepsake that they can wear all summer, too. Yep. Oh, that's a nice good one. I like that. Um, you can also take learning outside whenever yes. possible. Yes. Now that the weather's so nice. Yes. I know. I know. Whatever you're doing, go out and sit in the grass and do it. Yep. That's right. And I think Definitely. I probably have told you guys before too, like the last two weeks of school, we, I tell the kids I'm done mm-hmm. teaching and they yes. become the teachers. Oh, Yes. yes. And what a great review and a great rest for you. Well, and it's mm-hmm. just so fun because the kids actually get to shine. They choose things that you never would have thought mm-hmm. of to teach. Like we have um, one student who's teaching us uh, in a, an Israeli mm-hmm. dance. 
another student. Oh, this isn't review. This is no. like new stuff. Yeah, it's whatever wow. they want to teach and think the class <sighs> needs to know. So another student, um, he speaks French. So he's teaching the class all like common French mm-hmm. phrases. Um, another group is going to be doing how to decorate cupcakes with like those fancy like tips and things to make super fancy oh, cupcakes. Oh, that? I want to come for that. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, it's so fun so, to see what they do. Kathy, will they, be bringing, will they be bringing cupcakes in and everything and you'll yep. be making them? They, oh, they, that's so cool. They oh, bring in all so the supplies. Nice. They fill out a lesson plan on mm-hmm. Google Classroom um, and they they have to teach. So the lesson plan includes like, what's your motivation? Like, how are you going to get the class's attention? How are you going to group the kids? What are the materials needed? What's the guided lesson? <laughs> I mean, it's literally All a the lesson stuff plan. you have to do. Yeah. Oh, that is fabulous. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Love it. Is that available in your store? It's a freebie. Your yep. Blog? yep. It's, in, it's in my store as a freebie. <gasps> okay. Boy, I would pick that yes. one up, guys. Yeah. You know, another thing I've one. done is, have you guys ever heard of the book Splish Splash? It is, they're, um, they're concrete poems all about water. And so I share that book with the kids and then we do this big concept map on summer words, summer ideas, summer things that they love, popsicles, ice cream truck, the beach, you know, uh, baseball games, all of it. We fill up the whole board. They choose one of those things and then they start brainstorming words. Like for example, if I chose popsicle. Then I start brainstorming words about the popsicle, right? To describe it, ways I interact with it, how it tastes, how it feels, all of that. And then I use those words to do a concrete poem, like what's in the book Splish Splash. And then we, we do this gallery of summer poetry that way. And it's, it's a quick, easy kind of thing. And because it allows them to be kind of artsy fartsy, it also, you know, sucks up some of that time that you're trying to get through because they can take their time and do the shape and pick the colors. I I bring out fine tip Sharpies. And so they do it. Oh, they love that. They're beautiful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I would want to make a book out of them the last time I did it. Wow. Easy, easy, easy. That's great. Go ahead. I, I, Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I had, <laughs> I had um, groups making games that went along with our social no. studies for the year. Did I already tell you this one? No. Oh, they oh, love so they making work- board games. Yeah. And they did, so like, but a week or two before the end, each group would just, that's what we would do. They would just make their games and write their questions. And then the last day or the day before that week, each um, group would have a certain amount of time to play one game. And then we would switch. Everybody would get up and go to another oh, you know, group of desks. And that's great. Yeah, that's a good one. Some of the games were amazing too. I always like to make a game out of packing up my room, so I don't have most to do books it. in this box. <laughs> that's a good one. I had kids coming back when I had fourth grade coming back from fifth grade to Aww. do it again because they loved it so much. They do the kids, <laughs> and the kids know and where everything goes. Exactly, and they're better organized than I am. Awesome. It was the best thing I ever did. Okay, we've got activities right. covered, no. but I got to tell you, ladies, I've been having chest. I've had some anxiety-ridden moments over the last week. Every time someone says two more Mondays, I'm like, shut up, because there's so much. To do. <laughs> I know. Yes. So, how do you? You know, I feel so funny every time I think of. Think happy thoughts. I think of that. Was it South Pacific? Happy talking, happy talk, or whatever. No. From the- 
Yeah. Oh, I always think <laughs> you're mad. You could fly. Wow. You could fly right out of here. So thoughts are happy enough. Our <laughs> mental emotional state and continue to think those happy thoughts. Let's talk about that. Well, I really think the end of the year is pretty bittersweet, especially if you've had a class that you like, you know, you're feeling a little bad, but you're happy, but try to get a good image in your mind of, you know, walking out to your car with flowers and the nice things they've given you, hugging them, you know, tears in your eyes, saying goodbye. And, you know, and then you can, I think, almost appreciate them more, especially if you're going to be feeling bad, you know, just know that you're with them. And, and it is because when you think of this is the last time we're going to be together and it does get kind of sad. It is. It is. There, it's the time of year where the kids are mm-hmm. a little more clingy, mm-hmm. right? Because they, they're sad to say goodbye. Yeah. 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 And in most cases, you're really sad to see them go too. So I always like to remind teachers of the wise, wise words of my teaching friend, Joni. She'd always say to me at the end of the year and she found me crying and sobbing in the hall. I might have told you this, but it's worth repeating. (laughs) Don't worry. And she pat my back. They're making more. And when they're ready, (laughs) and when when they're ready, they'll send them. So so try to visualize that. that They're making them like right then, but these kids are growing up and want to come into your class. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to be visualizing when they come for open house, like how we get here. But um, but each child that you had is, is going to be a successful upperclassman and an adult who will probably re- be returning someday in some way. Well, to thank it, you it, for all that you've been to great teacher, you know, a lot what of times those kids are moving on to sixth grade in a middle school setting. And so it feels even more, you know, on my end, I feel even more like, Oh, the end of an era. Every year at the end of the, of the year, you know, it's, yes. and I'm so proud of them. Yeah. And it's so fun when they do come back, you know, and look down at me because I'm short. And <laughs> I miss Willis, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I love spending time, you know, especially the last week. I mean, we do it throughout the year, but especially the last week with in our morning meetings. And, you know, as one of our talking points, talking about what did you learn about yourself this year? What's something you'll miss about our class? And I mean, sometimes it gets kind of emotional because we all start remembering or we, or we start giggling hysterically, like remembering, you know, jokes of our, of our um, class. Yeah. You've really shared something special together, you know, good, bad, or in the middle. It's, it's, it's something. Yeah. Absolutely. And deserves a celebration. Definitely. Yeah. It's summer almost. All of us should be thinking about a bucket list, summer (laughs) reading, vacation itinerary. Let's talk about that. How do you plan? What do you think of? And what's on your bucket list? Well, we've got some special stuff on our bucket list, don't we? So let's, yeah, let's talk about some of that. Oh, yeah. Well, what I always look forward to the most about Mm -hmm. summer is time to read. (laughs) And so I already have a pile of books next to my bed, but I've also been on the library website and started requesting holds on just, Mm -hmm. I have a huge to be read list and just started putting all my requests down 
for I have it for books, mm-hmm. ebooks, and for audiobooks. But the problem is, I just started getting emails from the library that like five of them have already come in. And I thought, oh no, that happened to me. And they put them back yesterday. I know. Yeah, yes. but super so you have excited. to order them again, basically. Yeah, well, and yeah, I think yeah. it's fun to fantasize to too, to like to go on. Um, well, not fantasize. Fantasize with a plan. Let's put it that way. To go on Verbo or pretend to book some exotic getaways, or actually book them. Right to start thinking ahead of what Mm -hmm. what do I want to do this summer? And maybe you've already done that, but then reminding yourself that that's what's waiting for you at the end of these last two or three weeks that feel like hell because there's so much to do in so little time. That's right. Right. And use TripAdvisor too. Make a sightseeing plan for all the places you want to see and the things you want to do while you're in these different places. And then if you can't really go this summer, take some screenshots, make a little album or a wishing board and tuck them away for next summer and Mm -hmm. put a few visuals in your head to take the school for the next two weeks. Yes, yes, I've made little Pinterest boards that say summer 2017. Yes. Summer 2000. And these are all like whether it's, Artsy stuff I want to do, things I want to try, places I want to go, recipes I want to do, books I want to read. It's all on that board. Mm -hmm. And if you're really young, just uh, make a bucket Mm -hmm. list. Plan what you want to do, where you want to go. Because you've got all the time in the world. Yes. Yeah, plan it for each decade. Like, what do you want to do in your 40s? What do you want to do in your 50s? And if skydiving's mm-hmm. on the list, I recommend doing it before seven. Yes. But really, just do you. Well, do whatever we have you something want. in store that's kind of, we feel is kind of special for our listeners. Our next few episodes to get you through the summer are actually going to be book club podcasts. And we are so excited about this. We are going to be oh, sharing oh, books that we love with you, as well as sometimes a freebie or two just for you, not for your kids, for you to use as you make your way through right. this book. And on these are books that we've chosen that we absolutely adore. Some of them might be newer, some of them might be older published a while ago that you that might have escaped your attention. So today, before we wrap up, each of us is going to tell you the title. And we'll be also putting this list out on our Facebook page, in our program notes, and probably on our blogs too. So the first episode uh, for our book club is one that I'm leading, and it's for The Samurai's Garden by Gail Sukiyama. I have to tell you guys, this is my all-time favorite book. I have owned several copies since the first one. I have read it several times. It's a book I always give as a gift. And when I'm done reading it, I feel like I have gone through a Zen meditation. It is exquisitely crafted story, beautiful language, beautiful setting, set in Japan, and it is wonderful. It is historical fiction, but it's not ancient history or the time of the samurais, so to speak. Um, but it is by far my favorite. It's beautiful. 
I, I read yeah. did I read it in a day. Right. I think I read it in a day or two because I didn't want to put it down. Seriously. Yeah. I feel like going to the library like right now. Yeah. It's really good. And you're so you're so right, Tracy, about the Zen because like I'm in the middle mm-hmm. of it. I just feel like I'm in, so, you know, it's great. What is yours, um, Deanne? What one are you feeling? wanting us to do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where the Crawdads Sing by Del- Delia Owens. And part of the reason I read it is because Tracy suggested it, and I just like the title. It just um, crawdads, and I knew it had to do with something down south, Louisiana. And I don't think that's where it is, though. <laughs> no, North Carolina. And um, it's kind of a somewhat of a period piece. You know, you can just really picture the things as they were happening. And back that then. book is so lyrical. Isn't I definitely it the recommend language this in it. Oh, yeah, it's, that's oh, it's good. beautiful. Beautiful yeah. book. Woo! And the ending, okay, so I, I, was, I didn't expect this that. book. Ooh, good. <laughs> so that was good. No, yeah. not at yeah. all. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You gotta, what about you, read that one. Yes. Uh, well, I like to read weird things when I have a chance. <laughs> and I found this book, I, I so, so enjoyed the first book that I read by this author, Lori Frankel. Her, the book that I read first mm-hmm. was This is the Way It Always yes. Is. Oh, I loved that book. Um, about, oh, it was amazing mm. about a family raising a transgender child. So I recommend that too. But that's not what I'm going to discuss. I'm going to discuss another of her books, which is called Goodbye for Now. And just I'm getting shivers thinking about this book because imagine that you have lost someone that you care very much about the person has passed away. And through technology, somebody could bring you away to kind of like AI, artificial intelligence, bring you away um, to communicate with that person again, or think that you're communicating Mm. with the person. What would that mean to you? What would that mean, you know, for society? Is it something you'd want to do? Is it something you'd trust? It's just... So many questions, so many questions with that book. And again, Lori Frankel is a, just a beautiful, fabulous writer. She's a great author. So is it, would you say it's like yeah. science fiction-y yeah. or? Oh, I love I the say diversity so. of books okay. that we're recommending. Okay, how about you, Kathy? Yes. So mine's completely different. Mm. It's not a novel. It's a memoir by Jennifer Cook O'Toole Ooh. called Autism and Heals. She is amazing. She's this brilliant woman who found out um, or who who learned that three, I, th- I want to say three of her kids were identified with um, on the autism scale in the autism spectrum. And wow. because she is like a PhD and, you know, very, very much a brainiac, she started doing more and more research into it. And as she did, she discovered wow. she herself has Asperger's. And she, oh my, yeah. And she talks about basically how all these things in her life now clicked and made sense that, oh, that's the way I thought. That's why I thought about it differently than others. That's why I did this. And, and she really um, speaks as a woman with Asperger's. She's written other books for kids with Asperger's, um, teaching Mm -hmm. them how to deal with social, social settings and situations and, it, it's Sounds amazing. Like, like I could not stop more. reading it. Um, yeah. It's, wow. 
It is fascinating. Well, guys, yes, couldn't put it this down. is all we have time for, but we are so excited, listeners. We are so excited for our summer book club. And so please, please, please check out our Facebook link in our show notes. Um, you'll, we'll be putting up the book list and the dates that we will be um, podcasting about that book. Um, and there, there may be some freebies associated with it. So please visit our Facebook page. So ladies, What's your number one tip for finding encouragement at the end of the year? Retta, would you lead us off? I think the uh, planning ahead for your summer and making sure that the summer is going to be everything that you hoped hoped it would be. Mm. And just kind of visualizing it as you go through the last couple of weeks. I'd say take time (laughs) for you because I know I'm guilty of being stressed out at the end so that I always end up getting sick the the next week, the first week of summer. And and then I start planning for the following year. Like I I need just time to remind myself time for me before I start trying to teach me again. Mine's kind of like what Kathy's is, but, you know, do what you want for you. You know, you don't have any time restraints. Mm-hmm. You can get up in the morning whenever you want, go to bed when you want. Just do what you want to do Good for suggestions. yourself. For me, it's remembering to be mindful, to be in the moment. Because when my chest starts to hurt at the end of the year, it's because I am projecting out into the future of everything I have to get done. I actually find myself talking to myself going, you feel good right now. You're okay right in this moment yeah and and enjoy the those last precious moments because you're not you're never going to have these kids again and you're never going to have this year again that's such good well listeners this Mm. is all we have time for we're so glad you're here we know you teach so hard be sure that you tune in to us next Yes. Lighten up, Lighten up a little bit now, though. <laughs> be sure you yes. Next podcast episode, we'll be discussing the Samurai's <laughs> Garden by Gail Sukiyama. Um, you'll be able to find directions on our Facebook page and on my blog. Um, you'll want to visit that as well because I will be um, Wild Child's Mossy Oak Musings. I will be um, putting up some questions and some interesting things to get your summer going in the right direction. All right. Talk to you later.